Now, the Philistines yeah. are like, do you know what? It's time to fight Israel again, though, right? Mm. That is essentially what we're for, mm. especially within the narrative of this book that yeah. needs to be written. <laughs> and Saul is scared of the Philistines, of course, yeah. but he's got no Samuel anymore. Doesn't know what to ask for help. He calls out to God, mm. you know, can I have some help? God's like, I'm not listening to you, pal. I've given up on you, frankly. <laughs> so who does he go to? Now, the devil. A reasonable guess, actually. The devil. When does the devil get into all this? Hold up. <laughs> Wait, how have we had no mention of that so far? Isn't that like a major thing? It's a very good question, Alice. <laughs> the devil, you would think, I don't know what you thought before we did this, but the, the devil is bad often considered right. to be a key character in the struggle in good and evil. Yeah, isn't he like um, a fallen angel of some sort? Mm-hmm. So we obviously had him in Genesis yeah. to kick everything bad off. Yeah, yeah. We are going to come across him in the book of Job. Oh. And I think that's it. What? Oh, my God. Why does everyone make such a fuss about him then? Yeah, the devil is 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 a small part in the Bible. You'd be really, really pissed off if in the film with the Bible you were like, oh, my God, I'm playing the devil. And then you're literally just a snake and then a bit um, later on. And the devil... Doesn't ever like kill anybody or really do anything. He's just a bit of chat every once in a while. Huh. And in fact, he he asks in Job, he'll have to ask God for permission to do stuff, and God what? lets him. So oh, wait, so where does our like idea of the devil come from now? You know, pointy horn, hell, runs hell. I would, from my Protestant upbringing, yeah. generally like to just blame the Catholic Church for every misconception there is. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, Protestants like to just read the Bible and focus what's in there. Yeah. Whereas Catholics like to do what I'm going to call embellishment. <laughs> and just sort of, you know, they like to hype things up. Yeah. Yeah, make things a bit a bit more exciting. Yeah. And in the fight for good and evil, you need to have some, the main you need some strong characters. Yeah. You need um, the Lex Luthor. But ultimately, yeah, this Christian chat that, you know, the devil influences anything mm. i would say the general message of the bible is that it is your fault it is all <laughs> your fault if anything's going wrong it's up to you it's not you can't blame it on some yeah. fallen angel yeah like sort yourself out guys <laughs> so what saul well, actually does that does make a lot more sense as a self-help book to be yeah, honest no, which is basically what the sense. bible is do you think that that's true so far that the bible is a self-help book no but that's what people use it as Again, is that true either? That's what it's supposed to be, isn't it? What's the point of it otherwise? I would say the point of everything so far... There has been literally no point to anything so far. The point of everything so far is to create a narrative that gives you the existence of Israel Mm. and their history and to just give them a legitimacy and grounding and to just explain the culture of that people. Yeah? Yeah. This is just how we get to... Because David's going to be a king. It's how you get yeah, yeah, to yeah. Um, how we get 12 th- tribes that all have one ruler yeah. called Israel, all, all governed mm. together. It's just that journey. Mm. I wouldn't say it's necessarily about 
learning morals yet. That's probably quite true, except for the commandments. Yeah. No, obviously the law is laid down. Yeah. But a lot, I'd say most of the stories, there's no sort of narrator goes, and that was a bad idea, wasn't it? There's no narrator, and there's also so much repetition. Again, not a lot of point to a lot of them. Well. No offence. M- maybe that's my, <laughs> my telling them all the same. No, you're telling but them fine. Anyway, this bit's pretty going to be pretty new for you. When Samuel dies, Saul decides to throw out anyone who's involved in trying to talk to the dead and witchcraft and that. Seems fair. Um, but now he decides that, given that Samuel's dead mm-hmm. and God's not talking to him, yeah. he doesn't have anyone to give him advice, he kind of needs some help, maybe, from the dead. Yeah, So from the dead. <laughs> so he goes to a place called Endor. <laughs> Endor? Endor. Ring any bells? Yeah, Endor. Should ring Is that... two very distinct bells, actually. Okay. Is it in um, Lord of the Rings or something? It's, that's Middle Earth's name in Lord of the Rings. I've Endor. never read Lord of the Rings. You've seen the films, nope. surely. Well. Avoided it. Tried The Hobbit. Didn't, wasn't into you're it. You're supposed to offer the uh, cultural references. I am really failing here. here. Sorry. Endor is also um, where all the Ewoks live in Star Wars. Yeah, that's where I know it from. So clearly this is... Uh, it's a moon, in, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Ewoks are so cute. So anyway, he goes to this necromancer there and she's she's like, all right, what are you after? And he's like, I'd like to talk to Samuel. And she's like, are you aware I'm not really allowed to do this sort of thing yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since, especially since Saul said all this. Yeah. He's like, get me Samuel, I mm. promise. And then Samuel comes up and she's like, you're Saul, aren't you? You're the guy. Mm. You definitely can't get me in trouble for this after <laughs> doing it. And he's like, no, don't worry, lady, it'll be fine. And so Samuel comes up and he goes, I was dead why are you bothering me, <laughs> Saul? And Saul says, you know, I need some help with the Philistines. And Samuel's just like, leave me alone. God's not with you. That's your hint. You're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> so are all your sons. Goodbye. Oh, wow. What a prophecy. Saul just drops to the ground crying. And he refuses to move. He doesn't want to eat anything. Well, I mean, what's the point if you're going to die tomorrow? And the, the necromancer... Actually, if anything, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I'd probably eat way more. Because yeah. I'd be like, well, I'll have this last time. I think just both are justified, really. Yeah. Grief. Very mysterious. Not our podcast. No. Carrie Adloyd, no. that's a very good one. Take no tips on grief from us. No. But eventually, she manages to sway him to eat something by just making a very nice meal. <laughs> um, they get the... <laughs> calf out the fatted calf and they yeah 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 they just get a nice dish together and Saul and his and his men all eat and Saul's like well better get this all done with then and he goes off to battle mm. oh actually wait a second they don't just go straight to battle first of all the Philistines are having their chat they're about to go to battle and David's with them he's the bodyguard for Ajish and all the guys are like I'm David, st- we're, really? how did that Why? really happen, guys? <laughs> you you do know that they have that song, which is Saul kills in his thousands and David in his ten thousands. Yeah. They're singing that all the time. About but- us. <laughs> 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 exactly. They're like, we don't want David on our side. He's obviously, mm. he could Bad turn news. very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aishish is actually just very reasonable. And he says to David, look, I've had no problem with you. You've been a good guy for us. Mm. I do, however, understand given your history of killing so many of our people, yep. that maybe you shouldn't be amongst us in a war. Yeah. Maybe you should just return, David. 
And David's like, yeah, yeah. well, Fair. yeah, fine. So David ends up going on a little project of his own first. The Amalekites have um, raided Ziklag, which is where, yeah, I've not mentioned Ziklag. That's where David's no, hanging. Amalekite is a uh, beautiful green rock. An Amalekite? Amalekite. Just Malachite. Okay. Malachite is a type of beautiful green rock. Looks like velvet. Carry on. <laughs> Geology um, with Alice. So, yeah, his family have all been in uh, Ziklag. That's the <laughs> I'm sorry, where? <laughs> Ziklag. Ziklag. Z-I-K-L-A-G. That sounds like a L-A-G. really shit airline. <laughs> Ziklag. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, are you getting, totally how are you getting to uh, Tenerife this time? Oh, Ziklag, you Cross know. Cross fingers, yeah. <laughs> um, so his, his wives have been taken. And Aww. everyone's just very upset. And they all want to stone David. And he's like, well... Better ask no God thanks. what to do. Get out of yeah. it. So he asked for the special ephod. Remember what an ephod oh, is? Oh, yeah. Special garment. Exactly. And he has a little chat with God. And he says, God, shall I... Do you think I can get these guys? And God's like, yeah, go for it. Overtake them. You'll you'll get everything back and more. And he's like, oh, brilliant. That's great news. Mm. So he takes 600 men with him. They have to cross a river. 200 men don't make it. They have to go back and sort of stay with all their stuff. Yeah. So the 400 men go. They claim everyone back. Yeah. They get extra booty. <laughs> oh, they have a bit of help from an Egyptian servant yeah. who was with an Amalekite. And the Amalekite was like, you're a bit ill. We're just going to leave you to die in the wilderness. Yeah. So, yeah, they bring everything back. And mm. then the 400 that got all the booty are like, yeah. we're not going to share it with the 200. That We earned that. And well, David yeah. says, no, they stayed behind with our stuff. They oh, had a job. True. You had a job. We're all we're team players here, guys. We win together. We lose together. You got to share this stuff around, and that's like the uh, original whole thing about if someone's widowed, look after them. Y- yeah, yeah, and all that you, charity the stuff. The people you leave behind, you know, look after everybody. That so, in sense. the midst of all this killing people, mm. David has some sort of sense of sharing, mm. and even he sends some stuff to his mates as well with his pals. Sort of, you know, we've had okay. a good day. Yeah, let's let everybody know. Yeah. So that's what David's up to. Mm-hmm. He's out of the picture. Mm. The Philistines are now going to have their little battle with Saul. And Saul struggles. So he's had his lovely calf meal. Yeah, he's ready for battle, but he doesn't do very well against arrows. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's got a sword. And, and a javelin. And they've, yeah, he's probably got his spear as well, actually. Yeah. It's just a giant arrow, if you think about it, though. But, um, yeah, I think the archers with regular arrows have managed to just <laughs> get him quite a few times. Yeah, yeah. And he's ready to die. Yeah. So he falls on the ground. He's like, I don't want to die because of the Philistines. Armor bearer, you killed me. And the armor mm. bearer's like, I'm not going to kill the king. You're God's chosen guy. And he's like, I'm literally telling you to. Please, can you? He's like, no. Mm. And so he gets his sword and he sort of holds it up against the ground and just falls on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And dies. Falls on his and own sword. Bear- Is that arm- where that phrase comes from? It calls it. Falling on your own sword. I imagine it comes from the act of falling on your own sword. <laughs> but I don't know if this is the first instance of oh, it. Fair enough. The armor bearer then is like, "Oh shit, the king's dead. That was my job to not let that happen." Yeah. So he just kills himself as well. Do you know what? In a podcast a while ago, when we did Samson, actually, I said that there was only two suicides in the Bible: Samson yeah. and Judas. And I'd like to revoke that claim now because yep. I've made it quite clear that Saul and his armor bearer have just done themselves in. Yep, that's four. Um, Double Saul, the amount that you originally thought. And maybe there's going to be more later as well. Yeah. Saul, to be fair, if you've been shot by arrows a few times and then fall on your own sword, cause of death, you know, it's yeah. tough to say. But he did definitely finish himself off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So 
You just sped things up a bit, didn't they, really? Yeah. Yeah, so Saul's team, they're, they're done. They're yeah. done in for The Philistines yeah, yeah. find his body. Um, oh, Jonathan's dead as well. His sons all die. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah, wait till David finds out. Oh. So they find Saul. Such they're like, oh, brilliant. Got him. Bit heavy to take the whole thing. Let's um, just take his head back with us <laughs> and his armor. And yeah. we'll pop that in like the temple or something. Mm. Um, or maybe actually we'll just like hang his, just hang it up or something. <laughs> uh, brilliant. So they take that back. The people of, do you remember Jabesh Gilead? Yeah. They're involved in yeah, a yeah. territorial dispute. Uh-huh. And there was a gilly galley in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. They actually collect the bodies of oh. what's left of Saul okay. and Jonathan and that. And they give them like a, they cremate them and bury their bones. Oh. Now, at this They're point good, in the story. They're good and they don't even have two eyes. No, they do. They, didn't, they, they didn't go with that deal in the end. David oh, came and, yeah, David yeah. Came and rescued them. Fair. Um, okay. Yeah, they negotiated a better deal, mm-hmm. which is that um, the enemies will die. <laughs> so this is where one Samuel ends. Yeah. And next is going to be two Samuel. Anything suspicious about that, do you think? Well, Samuel's dead. Samuel's one. dead. He's soup's dead. Yeah. So you'd think it's a bit odd to call this book two Samuel, mm. right? So the reason it's actually split in two is because someone way back when, when they're writing the manuscripts, I think Hebrew font and Greek font the different sizes, the lettering, <laughs> or there's more of the letters yeah. or whatever. And so they just um, ran out of space. And so they're like, oh, we, we normally cut this much sheet, this much sheet to do it. Um, so off we go. And then they just like, oh, no, we're only halfway through. What do we do? Well, we'll start a new role and we'll call it Samuel Part Two and we'll just keep going. <laughs> so this is the same book. Yeah. But it's just been split artificially. So it looks like two things in yeah. the Bible. But it should all be called the Book of Samuel. Oh. Okay, because it is a weird, <laughs> it's a weird place to cut it as well. Because yeah. the story is, to Samuel just perfectly picks up from where we are. It's not like 200 years later or something. Yeah. It's just like next. So we're going to finish the story of just the first bit that happens in 2 Samuel. Okay. Then we can move on. Okay. Because it'd be frankly weird, weird to cut it off at this point. Okay. So David mm. is back at home and he knows that everyone's gone out to fight. And he gets some news from an Amalekite, comes back and, and says, Saul and Jonathan, um, they're all dead. Um, here's Saul's crown and his um, yeah. and his amulet and stuff, you know. And he's like, how do you, like, how do you know he's dead? And he's like, well, I've got all this stuff. And mm. it was actually, and he goes, it's actually me that did it, actually. Because Saul was like, <laughs> oh, no, you know, I've been hit. Someone needs to kill yeah. me. And he goes, yeah, I did it. Lie? Yeah, Lying's bad. That's yeah, what well, we've learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, this guy's not. But so, if if you're David, mm. this news means that you're king now. Yeah. So this guy, if he is lying, yeah. maybe wants to be the guy that delivers the news. Says it was thanks to me. Oh, so that he can be like, maybe he's gonna make get me your... out of it. Yeah. I don't know. Or he might just, you know, get pay some well. treats to play Give on his way. Tip. Because, yeah, this is literally a cha- mm. the next chapter and we have a completely different account from this guy. <laughs> so, obviously, we're not going to just presume that the Bible's got it wrong within two chapters because the, really? the error's too glaring. Yeah. Well, that's what... I mean, if you're <laughs> you're going to believe this stuff, right? You're not okay, going to be yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're no. You're not going to believe it. Because yeah, okay. it's just an account from this guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, you're, you know, you're the king now. Yeah. Isn't that great? Thanks to me, I killed Saul. And David goes, weren't you a bit, bit worried about... Killing the person that 
God has anointed to be king? And he's <laughs> like, not really, no. You know, he wanted to yeah, die. Yeah, he wants you. I went for it. He like starts crying. He does the whole, um, you know, very big mourning. Yeah. Pot the ash on. All his pals get ashy. And then at this point, the Amalekite's probably thinking, this is not the good news I thought yeah, I was conveying. Yeah, I going to have a big old party time. Has he told them about Jonathan? When does David find out about Jonathan? Yeah, at the same time. So he says, when he That's says... That's more what he's sad about then. Yeah, probably. Does this guy say, oh, I killed Jonathan no, too? No, no, he doesn't say he killed Jonathan. Oh, instant death. Um, Killing someone's lover. But so then David says to this guy, just mm. to clarify, you say you killed Saul. Mm. He's like, yeah, that was me. And then he goes, all right, guys, kill him. And um, <laughs> they don't like, but they just hit him. It's just a blow to the head. Okay. And he dies. And David says to him, because of the testimony you've given, you know, that's why this is happening to you now. Yeah. And he dies. So, oh, do you know what? And then he does a little sort of song prayer type, you know, it's, it's in verse format. Yeah. And this is where the phrase, oh, how the mighty have fallen comes from oh, heard that phrase yeah i have that refers to saul and jonathan so yeah those they are the original mighty who have fallen okay so the next thing that happens after a period of mourning is uh, david is anointed king by the people of judah yeah he actually then goes to jabesh gilead yeah and he thanks all the people there for has a big party there again um, <laughs> he well he's more thanking them for how they buried his pal jonathan Aww. How they, you know, do you think he goes the to the grave thing. and has a little cry? I imagine many tears were shed at this point. Yeah, it, because he also talks again about how his love for Jonathan was greater mm. than for the love of any women. Mm. Whilst this is two Samuel chapter two, mm. part way through chapter two, <laughs> that is where we're going to end the podcast today. Okay. Thank you for listening to Stories of Jesus with Alice. And Tom. There will definitely be bits of certain stories at this point that I will have gotten wrong. If you know a lot more about the Old Testament and specific bits, please let me know and uh, we will correct bits as we go. These are just the stories as I remember them as a kid. And if you wouldn't mind giving us a little review on your podcasting app of preference, that would be wonderful for us. And of course, you can always contact us on Instagram at sojpod, S-O-J-P-O-D, and on Twitter S of Japod. Yes, that's S O F J P O D. Thanks for listening. See you next time.